you know, racism runs extremely deep in both Canada and the States, and it didn't end with slavery, it didn't end after segregation, it's ongoing, mm -hmm. it never ended, and it's just being caught on film mm -hmm. now. Hi guys, my name is Amisha. Hi, I'm Jaleesa. And welcome to the first episode of Growing Pains. Ooh. Yay! So, um, <laughs> I guess we'll just explain, like, why we started this show in the first place. Um, so we just wanted to start this to share our stories and experiences about growing up. And it's just, like, to cover current topics and voice our own opinions on certain things. And, like, we have a lot of opinions. Mm -hmm. um, we have a lot, but we love sharing them. And it's just, like, really a fun way to just spark discussions amongst us and hopefully you guys as well like I love when like people get involved in this like our viewers I right. hope like I hope they do I hope we do <laughs> get an audience we got quite a few um requests on Instagram so yeah I love looking that. forward to answering yes. those yes. and um yeah Amisha and I originally had this episode revolve around two aspects of relationships that were requested from you guys from Instagram. Um, but instead, we're going to be addressing the extremely violent racism that's mm -hmm. occurred over the past few weeks. Uh, we decided it wouldn't be as sensitive or even appropriate to uh, talk about relationships and then mm -hmm. it kind of ignore that issue that's going on right now mm -hmm. or, trans or transition to it and kind of talk over it, um, especially as two women of colour ourselves and me being a black woman, it would be you know, remiss to not talk about it. Mm -hmm. And to start, we want to pay our respects to George Floyd, Regis korchinski Paquette, Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, Sean Reed, and most recently, like literally yesterday morning, um, mm -hmm. Tony McDade, who was a trans man, so please don't misgender him after his death. Um, if I'm correct in saying this, I think he's the most recent... LGBT member to to have died by mm. police brutality. Um, yeah, so we're just going to be keeping their families and our thoughts today. And, you know, racism runs extremely deep in both Canada and the States. And it didn't end with slavery. It didn't end after segregation. It's ongoing. Mm. It never ended. And it's just being caught on film mm -hmm. now. Um but also we want to pay respects to people who didn't get a hashtag, to people who weren't reported by and put it on social media. Um, and so we'll be leaving petitions and places to donate in the description of this episode and on our Instagram at Growing Pains with AJ. Mm -hmm. Okay, so before we begin, I just want to say like this is a trigger warning because we will be discussing a lot of racism, murder, and police brutality. Um, and I'm sure a lot of you have heard on the news and social media about the violence and racism going on, um, just like what Jaleesa said. And I don't know if it's just me, but like whenever I open um, any social media accounts like uh, Instagram or Twitter, there's always something new that comes up. And it's just, it's so overwhelming because it's all like all coming up at the same time. And it just breaks my heart. Like I can't, I can't believe this is the world we actually live in. And, um, like, so I get, at first, like, this may be an uncomfortable topic to talk about. Like, it should be uncomfortable because, like, we need to realize, like, this is not right, right? And, like, we need to start talking about this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, so important to continue spreading awareness 
because um, systemic racism is never like has never really stopped and just like Jaleesa said like it's just now being filmed that's why like it's getting so much media coverage which is good like it shows support for um by sharing these videos but like you need to think that this could be like disrespectful to the mm -hmm. deceased person mm -hmm. and also traumatic for their families and um for the black community on social media like imagine how hard it will be for them to see these videos like reoccurring every time on social media like it's just something not comfortable watching yeah i actually r reported the video of george floyd that an infamous toronto slash canadian account on instagram i won't say the name mm -hmm. but they posted the video and i commented take it down as did mm -hmm. other people and as of today, it's still up, but there is a sensor on it before the video loads. But I do recommend anyone listening who does follow this account report for it to be taken down and comment on it as well. Because mm -hmm. it's horrible. Like, yeah. like you said, it's traumatic for everyone seeing it, especially like I'm sure the families don't want to have to have that spread around as well on social media. Yeah, exactly. Like we don't have to. We shouldn't be at this stage where we have to show proof, like video proof to actually... Mm like let people know that racism still exists like we should be already knowing that it still exactly. exists and the fact that we need to actually take videos it just breaks my heart like this isn't Ugh. how it should be i i saw a tweet by at copsewa who said let's be clear be very clear black and poc that's people of color are not interchangeable and there were a bunch of other versions of this tweet which basically means no other community of color faces this much police brutality mm -hmm. and extremely violent racism against them as much as black people do. Mm -hmm. And not to invalidate the struggles, you know, other groups of people of color also face with the police, but we just wanted to acknowledge and share with you that these happen at a much higher rate with black people. Mm -hmm. They're almost the targets at this point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I feel like, like being a non-black POC myself and being part of this like Asian community I feel like mm -hmm. we need to recognize our privilege in this mm -hmm. because like although we do face racism like it's not as like to the extreme of as course. black people like we're not facing um police brutality or murder like mm -hmm. we're not being murdered by the police so I feel like we need to use this to raise our voice and stand up against violence and just come together and um like, what gets me is that, like, a lot of people, um, like, non-black POCs, like, a lot of them um, piggyback off of the black culture. Like, listen right. to um, black music, um, mm, idolize black like people. and stuff. Yeah, exactly, and appropriate their culture. Yeah. If you want to be black so much, like, why are you, like, where are you in this? Why are you not supporting them? Mm. Like, you have to understand that you not saying anything about this is a form of violence like you're being yeah. on the side of the oppressor and like a lot of people are not saying anything about the situation and just mm -hmm. avoiding this whole conversation altogether and you're just like this is just complying with the dehumanization of black people by staying idle because people are literally dying this isn't like just about like black people this is like about like humanity like people are actually mm -hmm. dying and this is not the time to stay quiet that actually reminded me mm -hmm. of, um, there's a video going around. I don't know if you remember Jane Elliott from when we took Psychology of Prejudice, mm -hmm. but she is a famous, like, lecturer, teacher, yeah. um, 
I think maybe sociologist as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and she did a video at a college mm-hmm. where she asked people, oh, stand up or put mm-hmm. your hand up if you know what black people are treated like in this country. Everyone put their hand up. Um, like, stand up or put your hand up if you would like to be treated like a black person. Mm-hmm. No one put their hand up. And she's like, oh, did you guys not hear me? Um, like, put your hand up if you'd like to be treated like a black person. And obviously no one stood up. She said, by you guys not standing up, you know exactly what's going on to the black people in this country. Mm -hmm. So by not saying anything or by not protecting them, you're part of the enemy. Just as you said, you're part of the oppressor by not staying silent. Yeah, Yeah, I saw that video too and it gave me like the chills because it's true. Like a lot of people are not are not doing anything about it. Like although they know what's happening, Mm -hmm. they don't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in this situation, like, we really need strong leaders to just, like, guide us towards the right direction. Mm-hmm. But there hasn't been any strong leaders as of yet. Like, what is the government doing about mm-hmm. any of this? Like, especially in America, like, I don't know if you've seen the tweets that Trump has made. Like, the, <sighs> first, the first tweet he did, he was like, um... Um, he said that he's had enough of all this, like, all these tweets and whatever. Like, he's, like, yeah. he's seen it all. And then he goes Hold on. Off. Should we, like, read it? I don't know what it said. Yeah. <laughs> I think I up. think he deleted it because I was trying to look uh, for it this morning and I couldn't find it. But I saw it, like, in someone's video and they showed it, but I don't know where that video is now. Um... Oh, I found it. Okay, so oh. he said... This is from his verified account. Cannot, mm-hmm. But everyone's used to him spouting such... nonsense but he says i can't stand back and watch this happen to a great american city minneapolis a total lack of leadership either the very weak radical left mayor jacob frey get his act together and bring the city under control or i will send in the national guard and get the job done right um these thugs are dishonoring the memory of judge of george floyd and by thugs he's talking about the people who are protesting who are mostly black Mm -hmm. you know thugs is like a code word for black people Mm -hmm. And I won't let that happen. Just spoke to Governor Tim Walls and told him the military is with him all the way. Any difficulty? And we will assume control. But when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Thank you. That's God. terrible. Like, what leader so much goes against... There. Like, what leader goes against their own people and says, yeah. I'm going to start shooting? Yeah. Like, the fact that he's got the military, like, on call, like, we're going to start shooting people who show up to the next protest, or, like, um, there are tweets saying if you see any videos of people protesting, like, delete mm-hmm. them, report them, like, or don't take any videos if you're there, mm-hmm. um, because people will be arrested. People, no, sorry, uh, people are actually snitching on and, like, reporting people they recognize in the video mm-hmm. so that they can be, like, arrested and stuff. And, like, um, I even saw another tweet where people at the Ferguson protests... Um, a while back, two of them have died, like, not suspiciously, but, like, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. and the police have just ruled it as a suicide, but they both happen to be, like, key members in the Ferguson protest, and it's, mm-hmm. like, That's something's terrible. going on. Yeah. yeah. And, like, yeah. the way he's saying, like, um, he's saying, like, this is not the right way, this is, like, dishonoring the memory of George Floyd. Mm. They're protesting mm-hmm. against... Like, the injustice. Like, they're protesting yeah. for justice. And yeah. he's just saying, oh, this is not the right way to honor George Floyd. 
it's not the right way to go be killing people afterwards. Like, yeah. and you know, because of all of these killings, some riots have ensued during the current pandemic, as we were just talking about. Um, the most recent one being at a Target in Minneapolis. They were being looted, just as the president was referencing to after George Floyd's death. Um, this Target has a history of being problematic, even as most as of late and in the past, so they refused to sell milk to the victims of um, having tear gas thrown at them from the police. If you pour milk like in their eyes and down their face, that's supposed to help them. Uh, but I also saw a TikTok about water, if you spray them in their eyes and like um, pour it down their face as well. Um, so in, in the event where there's no milk, use water as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've also, in 20, 2004, that Target spent $300,000 on cameras in downtown Minneapolis to help their police department keep an eye on minority groups in the area. Oh, my God. I had no idea this was a thing, but... Yeah, I saw a tweet all about this. So they're very clearly, like, against the people that they service in that area. Um, And, like... I've I've also seen that they're underpaying their workers but doubling their workload. I'm not sure if that's recent or because of the current pandemic mm-hmm. um, or if that happened in the past, but I can see that happening mm-hmm. now too. Um, major corporations do wage theft all the time, but that's neither here nor there. That's another thing we can unpack. To, yeah. We can unpack. Um, and like, I guess one of the... I mean, the whole situation is not funny at all, but, like, mm-hmm. one thing that's, like, kind of funny to laugh at is there was the video of this white lady in a wheelchair blocking mm-hmm. people from leaving the store, but stabbing oh black people in the process. Um, yeah. So everyone's making fun of her right now. I think, obviously, it's not a laughing issue, but... Yeah. Yeah, apparently, It's like, just laughing at the absurdity of everything. Yeah, like, and apparently, like, she wasn't even, like, disabled. She could walk. There was yeah, a video of her, like, walking. I saw that. And she was just trying to play the victim in this whole situation and saying that, oh, these people were, um, what were they doing, like, spraying a fire hydrant yeah. on her? And, yeah. like, she was the one stabbing them and, like, pretending to be this vulnerable person. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, people. we can't, like, be ableist against her. We don't know, like, what her mental yeah. history is. Yeah, but yeah, it yeah, does yeah, seem sure. very suspicious. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. And, like, all of this just makes it so much more than just robbing a store and like that like the lady taking laps that everyone else is laughing at as well but um like on all these tvs and things like this store literally has a history of being against racist to the the black and latino populations that live in that area Mm. yeah yeah and it's sad that like this that it needs to be done, all these protests need to be done during a pandemic, while, like, mm. people are already dying because of COVID, mm. and it's already so hard to social distance, but, like, these people are actually protesting and coming together, which I think is, like, very powerful. Mm-hmm. And, but the fact that, like, these protests are being handled so much differently than, like, other protests that are predominantly from the white community mm. like the coronavirus riots oh against God. the lockdowns like there i saw pictures and the police were doing nothing about it they were just standing yeah. there and You're just standing there these other people are like attacking and like screaming at the officers and with guns yeah the picture of them like outside of that government building yeah. literally with guns these huge rifles yeah and then like for <sighs> the george floyd protest these officers are, like, armored up, firing yeah. at the protesters, all, like, have weapons. 
For what? Like, they're just fighting, they're just protesting against the violence, and then you guys, the officers, are throwing these gas Hmm. at the protesters. And, like, meanwhile, people are protesting to get a massage, because apparently massages are essential, I saw a poster of that. haircuts. Haircuts. I saw this lady who dressed up as a nurse. She was not a real nurse. She cut a piece of paper and wrote RN and stuck it to her scrubs that she bought and said, oh, like, the the economy needs to open up. Like, no. No. Like, just foolishness. Absolute foolishness. This just shows, like, what side the authority is with. Like, they're always going to side with, you know, the white community or, like, predominantly their problems. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and another event that actually took place, but luckily didn't end in murder, was um, about this woman named Amy Cooper in Central Park. Mm. Uh, For those of you who don't know, um, so in Central Park, Christian Cooper, who is a black male, he's not related to Amy Cooper at all, it's just their name is similar. Mm -hmm. Um, He was just at the park and bird watching, and then he sees this white woman, um, Amy Cooper. She's just walking her dog, but like she's walking her dog without a leash. And so, like, this is against the rules in Central Park. So Christian Cooper just does the right thing and tells her nicely to put her dog on a leash. But what she does in response to this is she takes this opportunity to use the privilege that she has, mm-hmm. dials 911, and screams yeah. to the police that a black, an African-American man is threatening her life. My God, the video is horrible. It's terrible. Horrible. And, like... Like, this just shows that she knows the power she holds. She yeah. knows that she can, like, easily, um, you know, report this man because of his color. Mm-hmm. And the video, like, it showed, like, there's nothing going on. Like, Amy just, yeah. like, Christian was so far away from Amy and, like... Meanwhile, she's, like, choking her dog yeah. in the process. She's the one, like, in the wrong. Yeah, yeah, she's the one breaking the rules and she yeah. just thinks that she can get away with it. And just imagine, like, if the cops did believe her and, like come to the scene and um there was no video evidence to show all this it would have gone way worse like christian would have faced the same circumstances as these other victims Mm -hmm. like which is a sad reality like yeah and um i wonder how he feels he must especially because there were so many other killings like in the days following what happened to him he must feel he not to like put this on him or put Mm -hmm. this on his name but he might have a lot of survivor's guilt right now yeah um I know it's Gosh. terrible what he's yeah. experiencing right now. Yeah. And, like, like, Amy, she did lose her job and her dog, but mm. people are actually saying that this is too much of a punishment. <laughs> like, they're saying that she doesn't deserve this type of treatment. Yeah. But do they not realize that Christian would have lost his life yeah. because of these false reports that she was making? And she knew exactly what was going to happen if she called the police screaming specifically that an african-american man was threatening her life literally so dramatic if you haven't seen the video mm-hmm. she's like he christian is like like amisha said he's so far away from her yeah just telling her to please put on your dog leash because mm-hmm. with the rules right now you can't have your dog like just walking around just chilling mm-hmm. walking around you need to have him on a leash and she refused to do that like please stop filming me please stop filming me. i'm gonna call the police yeah. she calls the police just she puts on a whole show and like once people found out like 
who Christian is and what he looks like, and that he happened to be like an educated, soft-spoken black man. Everyone was so surprised and stood up for him since he didn't seem to be quote unquote like threatening or intimidating. Mm-hmm. But you shouldn't need to be an educated, soft-spoken, mm-hmm. light-skinned, conventionally attractive man to mm-hmm. not have the police called on you mm-hmm. or be deemed threatening. You shouldn't have to be the poster child for black excellence so people don't kill you. Like, this is a a huge insult to black people who don't have a degree Mm -hmm. or who don't have a high-paying job. People who come from or still live in poverty. They're already, you know, at a point where where these things do make them more of a target, but Mm -hmm. just because you're the opposite of all of that doesn't mean that's a getaway free card. Yeah. You know, because you're kind of saying that these people who are, who don't have a degree, who don't have like a, a high paying job, you deserve to be killed for that. Yeah, so a lot of these incidents are happening in America, but this doesn't mean that it's not happening in other parts of the world. Mm-mm. Like, I feel like a lot of people have this idea that like, Canada is such an ideal country oh, where like nothing bad happens, there's no racism or whatnot. But this, to be honest, the way it markets itself, they they do kind of pretend yeah. that we are. So but that's you know, why people think like that, but it's yeah, but, incorrect. Yeah. Bro. But you know why? Because like, we're not getting... Things that are happening in Canada is not getting as much media coverage mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. America. Because you have to mm-hmm. think, like, America is so much more populated than Canada. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, literally the size of our country, the population of our country is, like, the population of a state in America. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, there's so much more diversity in America. Like, everything just revolves around there. And so, like, people just think, oh, Canada is, like, the safe place that, nothing, mm. like, nowhere, like, there's no racism or anything. Wait till they find out what they've done to the indigenous people. Exactly. As of late to all yeah. the way back. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just a few days ago, um, Regis Korchinski Paquette, a 29-year-old woman, in Toronto, black woman. a black woman in Toronto got yeah. pushed off a balcony by police officers. And um, this was just, like, recently, and apparently I heard that she was just having, like, a mental crisis, and she was telling her mom to call the police, because, like, oh, she was having, yeah, I believe she was having seizures, um, and, like, she just, like, oh. couldn't handle it, like, she was telling her mom to call the police, call CAMH. So her mom did, right? Because, like, just to help her daughter, like, she ha- she wants to do whatever mm. she can. So her mom called the police, and the police came, and she watched as the police literally pushed her daughter off of the balcony. Like, So just, was the mom, like, because she saw it, did she see it from the ground level? Is that why she was, like, outside then, or? I think she saw it, like, in their house, because she was probably oh. with her, with the daughter. Okay. Right, because yeah. she was calling nine one one. Yeah. And um, yeah, just like imagine being a mom and seeing <sighs> your own child being pushed off the balcony mm. by a police. Mm. And like, this just like makes me realize like police officers like they can literally do anything they want because they know their like their their authority yeah like their authority know, yeah and yeah. like they know people are gonna be on their side so can mm. they can do like literally whatever they want which is like so dangerous and mm. um so what happened was that like people um called the police and said like try to report what happened and to say it's a murder but like 
The police told CP24 and all these other news broadcasters to file it as a suicide Mm-mm. and not a murder. And a woman on Twitter, actually, she said that she called Toronto Police, um, the area around where we just lived, and the officer on the phone said that like he couldn't make a statement and the death was um, still being investigated. But like she corrected him and said it was actually a murder. And he said, ma'am, there was no murder. So they're probably, like, even the police are probably being told not to speak about Regis's yeah. death, just to avoid looking bad. Um, yeah. And I even heard on the news this morning, like, I was listening to CBC News, and the way they were reporting it, like, they were saying, oh, it's still being investigated. They're not saying it's not, it's, it was um, a murder. They're saying, yeah. they're saying the family thinks it's a, uh, it's a murder, but the officers are still saying it's a suicide. Uh, do you know people, you know, the it's the brother who filmed it, and he, yeah. well, didn't film her dying, but uh-huh. um, filmed the mother, like, talking, like, oh, I saw this happen. Yeah. And people are coming for him saying he sounds way too calm for what? finding out his sister just died seconds, minutes before, but he's more than likely in a state of shock. Exactly. Right? You don't get to dictate how he feels. On the inside, he's probably... Mm-hmm. A huge emotional mess right now. Mm-hmm. He either maybe doesn't want to show it on video. Exactly. For privacy reasons. Yeah. Or just wants to, you know, lay down the facts and then he can be emotional exactly. afterwards. Like, honestly, the whole thing just hits so close to home because it was a black woman in Toronto. Mm-hmm. So, like, obviously I relate to that. And mm-hmm. it just shows that police brutality doesn't affect only men, but women too. Mm-hmm. And it makes me think of, you know, my, my whole family, like my myself, my mm-hmm. sisters, my brothers, my mom, my dad. And yeah. I used to work at a grocery store a few years ago. And I remember seeing a couple of officers walk in like super casual, but my heart started beating really, really fast. And I remember mm-hmm. feeling really shocked and scared that this was my initial reaction. But there was no event around us that kind of warranted them coming in. Mm-hmm. But so they were more than likely just picking up food. But like looking back now, that was really the beginning of my anxiety towards police officers because we're supposed to feel protected by them. Mm-hmm. But if they're doing all of these horrible things, mm-hmm. who is going to protect us? Exactly. You know, I saw this video on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a black couple in a car and the, the, the boy, the man was driving and the woman was recording the whole thing happen. And I don't know, like, what they got pulled over for or, mm-hmm. or anything like that. But the, when it starts filming, you see two police officers trying to drag the guy out of the car. You know, they open his door, they're pulling him out. Mm-hmm. And he happens to, like, catch himself so that they don't get him out. He closes the door and he zooms off. And the woman is just so in shock. She's like who are we supposed to call? Mm-hmm. And I remember, I, I think I saw the video like a year ago or two years ago, but I remember that really, really sticking with me. Like, she's right because you can't call the police because mm-hmm. they were the ones who just did that, you know? Mm-hmm. And even if you were, like, you don't know if the cops that will come are going to be more or less exactly like the guys who were there and mm-hmm. probably blame it on the couple. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's... It's yeah, so frustrating. It is. That like, video was horrible. Yeah. yeah, I get what you mean. Like, how are you going to feel protected when the ones that are supposed to protect you are not yeah. on your side? Yeah. It's terrible. Like, just imagine, Honestly, like, you're feeling... better off not calling the police sometimes. Exactly. But then, like, it's scary because then, like, how are you going to feel safe ever? Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, like, but what can we do really moving forward from this situation? The million dollar question. Exactly. <laughs> I see a lot of people like showing support and posting mm-hmm. on social media, like reposting on their stories, retweeting and everything, which is great. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like you're being aware of what's happening, but like, that's not enough, right? Like mm-hmm. just cause you're posting these posts it's not enough like you need to do more than this like start talking about it start educating people Mm -hmm. also if you're not posting this it shows more about what kind of person you are yes the first definitely giving anyone the side eye any (laughs) any non-black people of color or white person who's not posting this that says more about you than you think yeah like it starts off by being aware of what's happening and then posting these and then you have to start talking about it outside of social media, like, in real life. I feel like especially, like, people that are not exposed to the media and the news um, are the ones that, like, remain silent because they don't know what's going on. I feel like the older demographic are part of the problem, especially um, immigrant families and people abroad. Like, it's not their fault they don't know what's going on because it's not, like, um, they're not being told of it. Mm. But... It's our job to educate them. Yeah. and um, They might have very different views of exactly. police over there. Exactly. Yeah. And um, we just have to start raising awareness. You know, talk about these with your friends, families. Just make it a casual conversation that you bring up. Make sure, like, everybody knows what's happening. And um, definitely use the platform you have. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you have a small following, mm-hmm. use it. Because people are still going to listen to you. Yeah. I saw, um, I don't know if you know her, but um, this makeup artist, and um, she's a YouTuber. Her name is Jackiana. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I saw on Twitter. Jackie, Jackie, yeah. Jackie. <laughs> I watch her videos sometimes, and um, she posted on her Instagram story yesterday, and she basically, oh, like, yes. yeah, she basically called out these. Um, these fashion websites, these fashion, these uh, beauty. Mm-hmm. What's it called? Oh my God. What's it called? Influencers? Yeah, influencers and these, like, uh, beauty gurus and these, yeah. um, like, these Fashion Nova. She say Fashion Nova? <laughs> okay, sorry, I can, like, go again. I didn't know what it was called. You know, like, beauty... What's it called? Beauty... I think you're right. Beauty guru? Brands. Brands. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, she basically called out these beauty brands and um these influencers like fashion nova she literally tagged fashion nova revolve and pretty little thing and she said why are you guys not talking about this where are you guys why are you so silent and i love that because she was right like they the way they advertise their products Mm. a lot of their clothing is inspired by the black culture right Right, and, like, the way As they... is most of everything. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're not talking about this. And um, I feel like a lot of it is because they use Instagram as a platform to yeah. just advertise their products, yeah. and they don't want to ruin their aesthetic. Right. Whatever, but... But in doing this, it's ruining business for exactly. them. Exactly. Like, Literally. just, like, yeah, if you just make one post about it, that's not going to ruin your aesthetic. Like, make one post mm-hmm. about it, and then continue mm-hmm. on with your models, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you have such a big influence if you Massive don't talk about following. it. Yeah, so many people follow them. Yeah. 
like all over the world, not just America. Like I know yeah. my cousins abroad, like they know about Fashion Nova and all that. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. It's a good she, way for them to spread the news everywhere. And exactly. Yet, They're and not doing yet. anything. I hope they like start doing something soon. They probably don't want to get political in the event of ruining Yeah. You know, they they think it's gonna ruin business for them if like Republicans stop buying from them, but oh like, God. but like, have, what about your just, other following? Like, do the right thing. Yeah. Like, do the right yeah. thing. Like, we all know what's Ignoring right and wrong. This is just exactly. Ugh. It's not a case of like political manners. Like, this is literally humanity. Like, you know what's yeah. right and wrong. It is objectively just, wrong. Objectively wrong. Post about it. Spread awareness. Yeah. Otherwise, like you said earlier, by mm-hmm. not saying anything, you're taking the side of the oppressor. Exactly. Yeah. And um, I feel like we need to start calling out our friends or mm. anyone we know that's making racist comments. Mm. Like anyone, especially, um, like I said before, like the Asian community, a lot of them try to appropriate the black culture like by saying mm-hmm. the N-word and um, like just like dressing up, by the, mm-hmm. you know. And I the feel like we need to... music is getting a bit, you know... Yeah, we need to start calling like them out. The music videos, yeah. Yeah, we need to start and calling like, them out. And, like, they've faced so much flack from the coronavirus. Like, even people who aren't Chinese, mm-hmm. because a lot of racist people don't know how to distinguish between, you know, Filipino, mm-hmm. Thai, Vietnamese. Mm-hmm. They see them as all the same. Mm-hmm. And so they blame them for the coronavirus, Right. Yeah. Horrible. You can't just assume. Yeah. Right. Also, but also take in, take in that China was like one of the most serious countries to lock down yeah. this crap. Yeah. Get themselves sorted out. Yeah. Like, and, you know, but a, a lot of the Asian community mm-hmm. is very anti-black. Mm-hmm. Right. But the black community was very much on the Asian mm-hmm. side mm-hmm. for defending them and saying, you know, you cannot just assume, like, um, age. Oh, hold on. Oh, what was I saying here? I just had a stroke. Um, <laughs> um, you can't just assume all Asians are at fault for this. By, ass- by assimilating them into. No. By assuming all Asian people are the same is mm-hmm. racist in itself. And now exactly. you're blaming them for the start of a whole disease. Mm-hmm. Like, Asian Americans were in, in America, so mm-hmm. you can't really blame them for a disease that started way out in China, first exactly. of all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I and don't I know what like, I'm trying to say. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I know what you're saying. <laughs> like, like, you're getting support from the black community, like, because yes. you're facing so much racism. Yes. And, like, why are you not supporting There you go. That's them, what I was trying to right? say. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're yeah. all... Like, we need to all come together. And, um, yeah, what I was saying before, like, a lot of people don't know what to do. So, like, yeah, spread awareness. And also, beyond that, like, start signing petitions. Um, mm-hmm. Call members of parliament. I saw this mm-hmm. list on um, on Instagram. We uh, we could probably post it on our Instagram page. Yeah. But, like, I saw this list, like, for Toronto. Um, oh, yes. Where you can call if you're in Toronto. Yeah. And, um... Like what you Hopefully can do you get a better response things. than yeah. the lady who called before. Yeah, and like it even said like what you can say to them. Yeah. Um, and then like donate to the families or GoFundMe's related to these events. Mm-hmm. And I feel like eventually when we continue this process, like we can change the mindset of most people and just like reduce the number of racist encounters. It's a big hope, but it's, yeah. <laughs> we would I like mean, we the need next to make, generation. Yeah, we need to, to start taking steps. Yeah. You know? 
We yeah, can just and I feel like slide. a lot of um, places have starting do it. We'll we'll put all of the information in our in our description. Create yeah. all of the petitions and GoFundMe's that we found, mm-hmm. um, and non-black people and especially white people mm-hmm. need to be using their privilege to stand with the voices mm-hmm. that are repeatedly ignored and trampled on. This case being black people, for the for most cases, black people. Mm-hmm. You know and. I don't want to say we're starting to live in a world because I feel like we already are, we have been, but we're starting to live in a world mm-hmm. where most people, where people only pay attention when white people are involved in the good side of a mm-hmm. racial situation as allies. Mm-hmm. So we need to be using that to our advantage. Mm-hmm. And like that being said, they shouldn't be at the center of it, mm-hmm. but instead uplifting the black community and supporting them in these times. I saw this picture at um, on Twitter at one of the protests. It might have been one of the recent Minnesota ones, I'm not sure. But it was black people who were protesting like in a big crowd, but white people were in front of them linking arms because they know that when they see white people, police officers are less likely to do anything to them. They're not going to be throwing tear gas. They're not going to, you know, they're going to be treating it pretty much like the, the other um, protests we saw before about Mm -hmm. like freaking haircuts. But Mm -hmm. yeah, so that's a good example of like, we're using our privilege to protect the people Mm -hmm. who are being harmed in Mm -hmm. this context. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, was a really good, you know, first step. The University of Minnesota president has actually cut ties with the Minnesota Police Department. I saw this letter or mm-hmm. email or screenshot of something on Twitter where they... Oh, no. Did you yeah. hear that? Yeah. Hear what? I just got an email. I didn't hear anything. Did you hear it? No, I didn't. I just oh, heard Oh, I didn't. You. Okay. Oh, sorry. I'll oh, sorry again. <laughs> or keep that in. That's kind of funny. I don't know. Um, but yeah, the president of the University of Minnesota has cut ties with the MPD, the Minnesota Police Department, mm-hmm. to protect its students, its faculty, its staff, because they're showing they don't align themselves with the actions of the Minnesota Police Department. They care about the black community. That's you know, they, they said that they're t- um, not using their um, weaponry or anything like that for events like where huge populations are going to be there, like concerts, like frosh, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, They're not going to be using their personnel for big events like that. And, you know, while this is a good move not to be cynical, Mm -hmm. we don't know the true intentions of why they're doing this, whether they genuinely do care Mm -hmm. or whether they're doing it to look good, but it's definitely a step in the right direction because it's the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. Protect the black community that... Mm -hmm you know, go to your school, work for your school, attend your school, you know? Exactly. And it's, like, it's a great first step. And by Mm. them doing this, like, I feel like other people will see this, other universities will start following this, and then it'll just, like, spread. Like, it's all about taking these steps into the You know what I just realized? Yeah. Um, Unless they're writing it up right now, Mm -hmm. the school, our school, Mm -hmm. has not talked about Regis. That's Actually, true. That's, they haven't. That's really true. Hmm. But you know what? Our school is like really late in a lot of things. Yeah. Hopefully they'll at least talk about it. I hope they it recognize like, it. Yeah. Yeah. Even like, like as on their as it Twitter is, There page. is a black population at our school. Yeah, yeah, a lot. I mean, not a lot, but like... But there enough. is a community. Well, yeah, yeah. But like the, there's enough of a community for yeah. them to make a message about it and like email everyone, you know. 
Or even like I a... I just realized that. Have they made a Twitter post or anything? Because usually they make Twitter I don't Twitter think posts. so. I have their, their notifications on and I have not seen one yes. word about Regis. That's something to wow. think about. Definitely something to think about. Hmm. Oof. Okay, sorry to end it on such a sad note, but that is going to be the, that's our first episode of Growing Pains. Yeah. Um, let us know what you think on our Instagram at mm-hmm. Growing Pains with AJ. We'll be putting down all of the information for petitions and GoFundMe in our description. Mm-hmm. Um, Misha, yeah, do you thank you say for anything? thank you for listening. And yeah, <laughs> like if you have anything you want to say, just message us. And like if you have any suggestions for mm-hmm. our next videos, or if you just want to say something about this this topic, like message yeah. us, and maybe like next time we'll read it. Like we'd love to just like communicate with you guys and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I hope you, you can guys also do follow. email us. Yeah, email us. We have like email us at mm-hmm. um, growingpainswithaj at gmail dot com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was so fun. Like I love doing this. Mm-hmm. And we'll. And our start... next episode is gonna. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I'll let you finish. I was just gonna say, like, we'll be doing this hopefully like once a week. Yes. And um, yeah, like I hope people do listen to this because, mm-hmm. like, this topic especially is such an important topic to talk about. Yeah. So we couldn't just jump right into exactly. Yeah, we do have our next episode mm-hmm. ready to go. Well, not ready to go, but we're ready to record. Yeah. Um, we've got some great topics that you guys came up with. A lot of them about relationships. Yeah, we'll <laughs> a talk lot. About that. So we'll have a lot to talk about. But um, just as a hint for the next episode, we're going to be talking about. Um, dating as an immigrant. We're, we're actually both immigrants, girl. Mm-hmm. If it ain't foreign, it ain't boring. <laughs> exactly. uh, no, how does it go? If it ain't yeah, foreign, it ain't it's boring. boring. It's boring. <laughs> but um, that immigrant experience and then also age gaps in relationships. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, yeah. Like a lot of Very things to talk about. For that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I hope okay. you guys do follow, you know, keep up with like our postings. Mm hmm. Yeah, you can just... follow me at Jaleesa Carroll. Yes, follow me at Amisha Oja on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening, guys. Yes, thank you. Bye. Bye.